John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. What is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? Down! Come on! Ready! Down! Set! Hut! 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 Hit me! Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch! Nom, 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 nom! It's time for the Soonerscoop.com postgame show presented by Eskridge Lexus in Oklahoma City. Eskridge Lexus is the official travel partner of Soonerscoop.com podcasts. Now, here's your road crew, Carrie, Eddie, and Bob, wrapping up all the action and reaction from this week's game. All right, Sooners win it 49-31 to over the University of Houston. Jalen Hurts has his debut, and it is a massive one. And Alex Grinch makes his debut as the defensive coordinator for the Oklahoma Sooners, and I would say mixed reviews, uh, but uh, lots of ups and downs. We welcome in the entire crew, Eddie Radosovich, uh, uh, Bob Prisbillo, and I said entire crew. I didn't even bother calling Josh for this because I knew he didn't want to. <laughs> I mean, it is one. Yeah, let's be honest. It's one forty-five in the morning. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I knew he wanted no part of this. Uh, He's in, gonna act like he does, though. He's gonna be. Like, yeah, oh yeah, he should have called me. me. Yeah. In theory, the Sunday night game sounds awesome. Uh-huh. Should have just played on Saturday. Now that we're Saturday we're staring Monday morning in the face. Yeah. If yesterday would have been more exciting, like I just felt like I mean I was like. One of the de- the seven deadly sins is sitting around watching college football all day on Saturday. We got Saturday. screwed with a s- I mean, terrible the Oregon slate Auburn of games. game was great. Uh, Get the way till eleven o'clock. I enjoyed watching OSU on Friday night. I mean, just getting to see uh, Spencer Sanders for the first time. Uh, I didn't get to watch uh, anything of um, a Kendall Tom, a Kendall, Austin Kendall, because. Uh, I didn't know when that, where the hell that game was. Was that like pay per view West Virginia? Was it ESPN Plus? So was that I one? Saw, was that one of the I first games? I saw a highlight. It said like AT and T something. It was on some weird. I don't know what that. I mean, James Madison couldn't have the rights to that damn game. There's no way. So I mean, eh, it was just kind of. Eh. You know what I did realize about this weekend that is strange for me to admit. I actually kind of like Mac Brown. After, I've always liked Matt. After all, I didn't really like him when he was at Texas. I I just oh. really you guys liked him. I didn't. Oh, have, I, love I, didn't ha- I love I, Matt. Didn't have a problem with really? him. Really, I think he's hilarious. I just never really liked him that much at Texas. I mean, I just thought he was kind of smarmy and you know political and oh for sure and you know kind of a not really a snake oil salesman, but of that ilk. Yeah, that's just kind of how he is. But I actually I think he's a genuinely nice guy. Now that though. he's at North Carolina again and they won, he's like crying on the you know the post game interview. I'm like, wow, it's kind of a nostalgia thing too. Yeah, yeah I mean, Bob's be it. gone, Max yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Got a douche at Texas now that that really is a douche. He's a very unlikable person. Like Mac Brown might have killed people and buried them in his backyard. I don't know, but he could have. He was such a nice guy. He pulled it off. Yeah, you get away with it. Like oh. That's just Mac. That's Uncle Mac. He kills people. That's Uncle. That's Uncle Mac. He's cool. <laughs> so anyway, we we finally got to see Oklahoma play. Uh, it was on Sunday. Notre Dame plays tomorrow. So, but I, here's the thing: I think Sooner fans should take away from this, guys. Tell me what you think. It ended up being a really good thing that they were the only game. The way Jalen Hurts played, because there is like this national like dick sucking that goes along. 
with Jalen Hurts. Like it is everyone loves Jalen Hurts. Everyone loves him. And they want to they want him to do well. And they want to write stories about it, even though he's the worst quote in the world. Uh, well, not the worst, but he's he, he's, he's not. The sh- he's the shortest. Yeah, he doesn't give you a lot, but people it just pe- makes people love him more. Like he's, I feel. By the way, I feel like such a bastard after our last podcast. I had so many comments about poor Tony tonight. Not like people defending her. They still think she's nuts, but um, you're doing it again. I just feel <laughs> you're bad. You're doing it again already. I feel like I went over the line. You know, <laughs> I'm just. I just feel bad. I'm not going to been like I'm two not, of them that two of them two two podcasts ago. And then the stuff about AD Miller, which Josh actually has to have his hair cut now. AD Miller played before. What happens cuz Eric Swanson played the majority of the second half. What if Eric Swanson starts next week? Does Josh have to get it buzz cut once and then it grows back? No, and, we just buzz him once. <laughs> just if he buzz wants, him once. If he wants to go out to LA, <laughs> we'll do it out there. And I've got the Clippers. I've got red that. clippers. We can do that. Scoop I don't HD. think that'd be bad. Yeah, we can put them in front of a uh, tripod. But we have to like, we have to cut it a certain way, kind of like rookie hazing, like it, like what the bears. Oh, where do you take every pictures year. before? Well, you cut it weird. Like you leave certain areas, and then you get to take pictures. Sure. Like they make the NFL. You know, uh, what do they call them? Um, not noobs. I guess noobs or whatever. Uh, uh, no, there's another one. Like when you're a letter neophyte, neophyte, a neophyte. That's oh, a yeah. that's a frat thing, right? Yep. Okay, so like, yeah, we had neophytes at Duncan for Letterman's Club. Like, you had to wear a D around your neck. Everybody had to sign it. A what? A, a D for Duncan. Uh, oh, <laughs> what did you think I said? A dick? No, you I said D. I, I thought you said a deer. No, a and D. I was like, what is that? Like a wooden D. Yeah. You had to wear it around your neck and like. You couldn't. You'd always end up popping yourself in the face with it at some point during yeah. the day. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we'll figure out Josh's punishment or how we're going to dole it out. That sounds good. So, but no, I mean, what, back to my point was, it was a great night for the nation to see Jalen Hurts. No, it was. He was exceptional. I mean, there was nothing. I don't think that you can go back and look at outside of the fumble, obviously. And I, and I think you probably even put the other one on him too. Because it looked like it was like some of that mesh stuff mm-hmm. that, uh, yes. that, yeah. that Baker had always talked about, getting on the same right. same page. And uh, But outside of that, I mean, I guess you could say he missed the throw to CeeDee Lamb in the end zone. He had some happy feet early. Yeah. It's, but he 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 found a rhythm, I would say. I mean, what what he finished? 20 to 23? That's what I was going to say. It's like, funny because you can pinpoint every single one he missed because there's only three of them. Do you think he's going to be almost, in a way... What am I trying to say here? Is he? Are we going to be too critical of the guy because yes. of all we know is well, they put up seven hundred yards again. It's like I looked up at one point and thought to myself, like all they do is just get rack up more than six hundred yards a game. That's all this this all this offense does. I was following Riley. the game thread, and I mean, you know how that goes. That can be very dangerous because all you know, someone wants to fire someone on every play on the game thread. It was uh I was the I was the meme of uh what's his name? Uh uh Glover. Uh oh coming into the pizza. Coming in, yeah, with the, with pizza. the pizza and and I, like when I got to the board after the game, because the uh, Wi Fi in the stadium still sucks. <laughs> it's still awful. Uh but I got in there and I was like, Oh my god, there's some very unhappy people in here. I thought I thought I'd go into like a 
you know, basically a a wonderland of excitement and enjoyment and hope. It was that fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, it was over after the third quarter. It was 42-17. And it was very familiar, wasn't Houston it? Houston only had 221 yards of offense. People were feeling good. They end up with more than 400. They end up with 31 points without a turnover, even though Lincoln Riley said the turnover on downs thing, which doesn't count. Counted as a turn- they, they counted count, it as a turnover. They count it, but that doesn't give you candy bars or what. What whatever they're gonna. You're not do. going to. You're not getting a free trip to Sugars <laughs> out of that one. That's like the little league. You're not uh, the strip king. It's like the a little. I, which, by the way, I'm gonna have a trouble awarding that on Tuesday because they didn't have a strip king this week. Presented by Sugars. I plan on doing that every. Oh, have you come week. up with that bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but it was. I mean, for the most part, I. If if you can play defense like they did in the first quarter, I think everybody can learn to love it. I mean, 21 yards in the first quarter. Who the hell was number nine in the first quarter? I've never Oof. seen that guy that, before. That was a big time that was a, defensive linebacker. It, in that was football, a wasn't violent it? offender of human life. Jamal Adams giving him props on Twitter. I saw that. Really? Yes. Number nine, I like the way you play or something like that. Well, I mean, like, okay, so this was the thing that I noticed that was different, and especially early in the game. It's almost like. Okay, they came out and played their asses off, and then they couldn't sustain it. Bingo. I mean, that's essentially yes. what the what your gripe should be about the defense. But when they were out there playing with their hair on fire, like you would see a running back or a receiver catch a screen pass, and like Trey Brown and whoever else, Patrick Fields, whoever had like two blockers on him, and you could see there was open space for that receiver. Last year, he would just run through that open space and on it. Like, this year, that open space closed up really fast with, yeah. like, three guys coming from the inside. Like, I haven't seen defense like that at Oklahoma in a very long time. Not to mention that Kenneth Murray was kind of one of those guys closing all the space, and then he would just violently attack the guy and throw him to the ground. Like, he perfected you, the clothesline. You saw <laughs> I was like... That should it's not. I was like that should be a penalty, it's but not. it's not because of the way that he threw that guy around like a. He rag did it doll. twice. Yeah, it was perfectly legal both times. There was a lot to like there. Uh, there was a lot to like, and you know, I think that everybody kind of expected. I for the most part, would I be incorrect to say that Neville Gallimore had a pretty quiet night? I thought he, he or he, was it an a, a productive night? He you was kind of like everybody else. Like I think. The only person that really sustained their play all night, I thought, was Ronnie Perkins. That guy. Different different times of the game. He's going to be a monster at some point. To me, Neville was kind of like Kenneth Murray in that in the beginning, they were both great, and they were both really affecting the game. They were, were, uh, well, and Neville Gallimore, I mean, he was getting in the backfield all the time. It was a load for their offensive line to deal with. But, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, he, he didn't, Produced from beginning to end like he did at the beginning. The other thing I'll say, I have, he did have a tackle for. I mean, he was one of the few guys that had a tackle for loss it, and it, a sack. It felt like Grinch in the fourth quarter was trying to experiment with a lot of young guys, and Houston wasn't Boy. throwing in the towel yet. Yeah, Houston was still attacking, yeah. and so you saw him go against those young kids and really. But that's make Dana Holgerson. You have a brand new coach. He's trying to set exact, a culture there. Sure. At Houston so it too. was just a little different mindset of, and I think Grinch. Even took ownership of that, saying he didn't he didn't coach as well as he needed to, because that fourth quarter went off went off the rails. Well, let's face it: when you get two straight three and outs, and and Jalen Hurts is leading your offense up and down the the field in three plays, you're you're probably sitting there like, oh, we finally figured out football. 
Like I, that's what I'd feel. I was, I mean, I felt that way in the press box. And then you go out there and Derek King, like, you know, makes you lose your jock and he's 20 yards downfield. And you're like, okay, maybe I didn't figure this thing out yet. And that's kind of how I felt like the night went. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I, I guess you, if you really want to nitpick, you could get angry about the, uh, the late hits and you know, that's the kind of stuff. There was just some stupid play. Just stupid. The, the Patrick Fields one, I in particular, there in the north end. I mean, zone Marquise was really Hayes stupid. blocked the guy into the stands. Is that I what mean, that was on the sideline? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean the same thing that happened to yeah. Westford it, to Trey Brown last year at West Virginia. Turner yell, body slam. <laughs> I mean, that was so. I mean, is is like I know you're trying to Patrick Fields decided king. he was going to kill someone. Yeah, you want me to strip King and set the tone and all, but it and just over the play aggressive. was done. The play right. was done. It it was also I thought it was pretty funny too that uh, well, I guess it wasn't funny but. Uh, they might have a kicking situation, a kicking problem that later on in the year. I mean, I I was surprised that Burkich wasn't the guy, and they ran out Sutherland. He he did almost all the kicking, and you're gonna have to you're going to have to uh, um you're gonna be a- execute some kickoff coverage this year. Yes, that was one thing that stood out. These are not automatic touchbacks. You're gonna have to have some and, good I mean, it was, coverage units. Early it was against a win, but it wasn't that stiff of a wind tonight. No, there wasn't there wasn't enough. I mean, that was basically an Oklahoma wind. It was that's just what you're gonna get in a yeah. normal day. It wasn't anything like that's, crazy. That's Austin Seibert through the back of the end zone wind. Yeah, it was. And then, you know, outside of that, I mean, you know, I thought the other thing that really stood out to me was just this you guys kind of touched on it, the substitutions. Like Alex Grinch was not afraid to throw Every guys series, in there. it was like, okay, yeah. who who just switched? What Which one of the oars is now in? And Bob and I were sitting there tracking, and I was putting on the instant analysis, and it was somebody, I mean, it's Nick Benito at times, and then, uh, I, I, mean, I mean, when I'll say this, like, I'm surprised that Ryan Jones played as much as, as he did in, over Deshaun White. As early, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the second series, like, oh, okay, this or actually means something with a lot of these guys. And I will say, there were times where I saw Ryan Jones flash tonight, and I was like, whoa, that's impressive. Like, that's unseen by me before. Yeah, I thought he played pretty well yep. from, from yeah, what I could did. tell down there. It seemed like he was around the football quite a bit making plays. Uh, and the other thing I talked to Jalen Hurts, I asked him about this, like the offensive line, you know, we talked about the Marquise Hayes thing. But it wasn't the sloppy offensive line like you saw at Miami and Florida and Alabama. Like, they have just as many, if not more, young guys than these other schools have that had all these problems in week zero, week one. I thought that that was probably one of the more impressive things that happened on the day, was the offensive line keeping it together. Yeah, they were a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Sorry, Bob, go ahead. uh, Just there in the second quarter, they switched Proctor for Swenson. I'm not saying that was the difference. But it's intriguing to know that Beatenbo made that call right in the middle of the action. I didn't see Proctor go down. I didn't see any sort of injury. I just thought it was a build decision to put Swenson in, and he played the entire second half as long as the first stringers were out there. Yeah, did you notice anything, Eddie, there on Proctor? Was he on the sideline? I, I couldn't tell. I never even thought about it, to be honest. I, did, I didn't even uh, notice. Unless Bill just didn't think he didn't like the way he was playing. I mean... And Bill wasn't in the post game to to answer anything about that. So they put up what six hundred eighty six yards of total offense tonight. Mm-hmm. And I by mean, the way, eleven point two yards every time they snapped the ball. Did did outside of you know Trey Sermon had a pretty decent night. Their big stars 
didn't really play that well. I, I don't want to say play that well. They didn't produce that much. Like, C.D. Lamb's Lamb. going to have... He had a very quiet night for what I believe two, he will have in the future. Well, that's two my... Two for 46, yeah. That's my one criticism about the offense tonight is I want to see more involvement of C.D. Lamb. Down. Like, he... Like, Jalen Hurts tried a back shoulder throw to him late in the game uh, or midway through the third. I can't remember when it was. Uh, I want to see more of that. Like, it, that's one of your biggest weapons... And I want to see Jalen Hurts kind of trust CeeDee Lamb down the field a little bit more. Do you think that was by design? Almost kind of to a, get him into the game. We're just going to be vanilla. We're not going to show a whole Everything lot. Was short. Yeah. I mean, early. Yeah. But I, I don't think it was vanilla. Not show a lot because I do think that this team took Houston really seriously. Sure. Way more so than the rest of their schedule leading up to Texas. Yeah, I would think so. I would agree with that. I mean, Houston. They're gonna they're gonna be a decent football team. I I don't know if they're gonna I don't know if I could sit here and say they're gonna win the AAC, but Derek King probably won't face that much pressure again this year. Like OU made it their one thing that they were gonna get pressure on King tonight. They were not going to let, allow him to get comfortable in the box. But then they just couldn't sustain it for four quarters. Yeah. Well now Alex Grinch said like, you know, they're never gonna feel bad for uh, not making a play because they were too aggressive, which I think fans w- should love hearing. But how was Alex Grinch? I, d- I didn't hear much of him. I was running around getting some of the other guys. I mean, he was he was good. I mean, he was kind of like he he always has been. Just uh, you know, there was he didn't want to ignore the good that happened, but he also knows that there are plenty of things that they can get better at and that they have to get better at if they sure. want to be the defense that they he thinks they can be. Seems about right. I that's mean, too that's too level-headed. I know. No, but it, it seems like that. I don't think you can walk out of there tonight thinking, "Well, this this is the same old, same old." Because it wasn't. I mean, I, I think anybody that watched those, for the most part, the first three quarters, left there. I I mean, Bob, I don't think it's too looking at it through too much of uh, crimson colored glasses to say that, like. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a step in the right direction. It was a big step, and the only problem is people's last impression is the fourth quarter, so they're going to tend to forget. Ah, they were gone. They were well. They they remember the first, but they also think the second and third were crap, and that's just not true. But now it's because the fourth ended so poorly, they're starting to lump the second and third with a two. Half the second quarter would have been so much better if they would have kicked that field goal at the end of the half. Because that was an impressive drive. 26 seconds left. They went, I think, 54 yards. Uh, sermon run, the Sermon hurdle. It was a 34-yard field goal or something like that? 30, 35 or 36, yeah. 36, maybe? Yep. Some, somewhere around that. I mean, to miss that field, I mean, that was that would have been such a nice little feather in the offense's cap. And as someone reminded me, I've made this horrible mistake of giving OU a field goal in my game prediction. <laughs> Making it forty-five to twenty-four, the final score. Like, and someone said there was no way you were getting to forty-five because they're they ain't kicking a field goal tonight. <laughs> got to make the thirty-yarder. I can understand the fifty-one-yarder, but those got to be automatic. You might get a week or two of that, and then uh, when that doesn't work, start going for it on fourth down. Uh, they'll, some... they'll just narrow that margin. You can kick from thirty in, but that's it. Let me uh, let's go to this right now. Uh, I want to uh, celebrate Eskridge, Lexus, and Eskridge, the good guys over there 
always taking care of us, uh, giving us places to, uh, giving us cars to drive and all that good stuff. Uh, and uh, go check out Eskridge Lexus, a great dealership here in Oklahoma City. Uh, tell them you heard about them, heard about them. And here's the thing: let me tell you this: like, don't ever feel like, oh, I'll go support Eskridge, and I don't need the special deal either. Like, please tell them you heard about them on the Sooner Scoop podcast. Because the only way that advertisers know that uh, don't be modest, but that's the only we're asking it as a favor because that's the only way that advertisers know. Hey, these people came here because of the podcast. So please, if you go visit Eskridge, if you get a test drive, if you're just looking at a car, just say, hey, uh, really like that you guys support the Sooner Scoop postgame podcast or we heard about you on the uh, the Sooner Scoop postgame podcast. Just look up EskridgeLexus.com. Uh, but now it is time for this. Eskridge Lexus is all about embracing the best. That's why they are the official travel partner of the Soonerscoop.com podcasts. So it's time for us to recognize the Sooners best with our Eskridge Lexus player of the game. Now, it's kind of hard not to recognize a record setter, and that's what Jalen Hurts was tonight. Um, And we could even maybe expand this to the play of the game as well, uh, if you guys want to go in that direction, but... Uh, boy, Jalen Hurts tonight. I I don't know. Is there Bob? What's the context there? I I didn't catch all the notes that were flying out after the game, but uh, it's the best debut by or the, is it the fourth? It's the most best yards? most yards ever for someone making their OU de- debut de- debut passing Baker, and then it's the most ever in a season opener for a Sooner player. Wow! I, I don't okay. know how many people care about that set, and then it's just the fifth most total. Ever. By a quarterback, total yards. Yeah, by a quarterback. yeah. 508 yards of uh, total offense for Jalen Hurts were the most by an OU player in his OU debut, as you just said. Uh, the number that Mayfield had put up was 396 against Akron back in 2015. Uh, Which was just kind of like... passing and eight yards I mean, Eddie, you put out that video of, you know, first game performances of recent quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And I remember going back and watching that Baker-Akron sights and sounds. It was just kind of an okay game, you thought. Oh, they were terrible in the first half. Yeah. They they started so slow in that game. I if I want to remember if I remember correctly, I want to say it was like ten to nothing for the longest time or uh, six to nothing for the longest time. Yeah, it was that Joe Mixon touchdown. It wasn't a sexy opened it up. Yeah, it wasn't a sexy game by Baker. Like there was some sex in this game tonight by Jalen Hurts. I mean, like just well, first to start out with the red spatting, I mean that was sexy. I was all in on that. When I saw that, I was like, "All right, let's that go." That looks good. <laughs> they were, they, they looked the part tonight for sure. I mean, I, that's going to be what you hear nationally tomorrow because Labor Day and everybody's going to be off. And I mean, they're going to have, I would imagine, college football specials before the Notre Dame mm-hmm. game. What Jalen Hurts did today is the story of the weekend. Like I said, those national people love. I mean, like, you think Paul Feinbaum's not going to be singing Jalen Hurts praises? Oh yeah. I mean, forever now. I mean, not just tomorrow, all week long. Ten different receivers caught a ball tonight, I believe. With no one with more than three. That's pretty impressive. I mean, CD wants to talk they've, to Jalen. They've, they've gotten to the point offensively that you just, you know what to expect, and uh, it's almost unfair a little bit. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Let me give a little Eskridge Lexus love to someone who I think could have had a huge night but Jalen definitely stole some of his thunder, especially with his legs. 
Trey Sermon was ready to just bust out tonight. He was fantastic. Uh, but there just weren't the carries there for him sure. tonight. And we, we it talked just didn't to, fit into their game plan the way it all worked don't out. Don't you remember talking to uh, Jay Boyer a couple weeks ago, and he said that you know this is probably the best that Trey Sermon had run the ball through preseason, preseason camp. And, and that hurdle he had? Oh, I mean, my God. He looks... Physically, he just looks cleaner. If that's a if that's mm-hmm. a way to put yeah, it, it is. Uh, he's he's lost a little bit of weight. He's lost that. By no means am I calling the kid fat, but he's. It looks like he is in as good of shape he's as he's cut. ever been. Yes, he's cut. and he was. I think he was that you're built before, but now he's. Cut. He's not that nice big finish running back now. It seems like he could be a premier type guy. And with that said, I mean Kennedy Brooks when he got his carries. He, he broke that one off there in the second half. I mean, he looked forty yards. They, have, they yeah. have options back there. Uh, Kennedy you know, Major, was ready to get going, but that was the Marquise Hayes out of bounds block that. Yeah. That yes. Sidetracked yes. The, the, him. Yeah. the second run. Yeah. And I mean, the, can I just say, puts it on the ground, but he still looked good. I don't know how apparent it was to you. Maybe the worst non-touchdown on Jalen Hurts when he was like five yards into the end zone and they had to go back and review, <laughs> to review it tonight. It. They were going back we and need like a, a lot of stuff done. We need like a product that people hate to be like our FU ref, you know, of the week. Reverse mortgage and something. Hertz is going to take a lot of touchdowns away from Sermon and Brooks because he's yeah. not going to be afraid to lower his shoulder and score from one or two yards out. How much better was he than you thought, I guess? A lot. <laughs> a lot better? I, I From a, from a passing honest, standpoint? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I had him right there with Kelly Bryant. Like, not right there, but like, you remember OU showed no interest in Kelly Bryant when he was going to transfer. So it was just like, I kind of thought Lincoln Riley would look at Jalen Hurts like he did Kelly Bryant. Like, he's a run guy that, you know, doesn't pass. That. And what's weird is when you go back and look at Jalen Hurts, that's like 2016, he actually had a game where he threw for more yards than this. His first season at... It, at uh, Alabama. Against who? Mississippi State. And that's not necessarily <laughs> a nobody. Like, I can't crap on that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was getting ready to think it was going to be some kind of little sister of the poor type But that's kind of, I mean, that's another thing. Like, I, that's something I want to ask him about. Like, you went from being a guy that was able to throw the ball 30 times a game your first season to being a guy that they harnessed his which second made, year. Yeah, and... Which made no sense. Until really. you are beat out by a guy that, once again, threw the ball all over the place. So it's like, he can do this. If, like, he, if he would give a real answer to that question, oh, it would be tremendous. I'm yeah. just not sure we'll get it until after season. Bowl game. Yep. Well, God, what if they played Alabama in the bowl game? <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's what everybody wants, that's isn't it? all anybody wants. Oh, God. <laughs> national champion. They don't want bowl game. They don't want... College football play, but they want uh, national championship. Sure. They want that one, no, no two, one versus, versus Jalen. I mean, that would would that not set every TV rating record ever? A month of lead up. Two of the biggest. Well, it'd be two weeks because they'd both well, have to win. Sure. Uh, but yeah, they would, I mean, Paul Feinbaum would just do a special Oklahoma-Alabama collision course and like forget about Clemson and Ohio State or oh, whoever yeah. else was in it. They That would be a network's wet dream, though. There's no doubt oh, about that. Oh, God. It would be like they would just have like Laura Rutledge would be outside of one of their doors and then Maria Taylor Maria would be Taylor out the other. Be the other. And it would be like 
their job to have breakfast, dinner, and lunch with or lunch and dinner with them every day. God, I'm sure they Marty would try. Stewart would be there living, you know. Marty Smith. Marty Smith there Marty tonight. Marty Stewart is a country singer from a long time ago. He might be. Marty Smith was there tonight. Yeah. Marty got, Smith. Got a pretty good, I uh, love Marty got Smith. A, he got a pretty good uh, quote out of uh, Riley, too. Yeah, yeah. And Pete Thamel was there from Yahoo Sports. Uh, Dennis Dodd was there. I was waiting for him to smack me for taking a shot at him, but I don't think he knows who I am, so... Good. Um, I need to figure out a way to not let him around. By the way, can I ask a question? I feel like it's an elephant in the room. Uh, you guys know what my uh, comfy clothes are? Eddie, how would you describe Bob's comfy clothes? I don't know. <laughs> what what like do you mean? He's got these weird sandals on. I haven't seen them. I don't know my, if these, these socks are like the, Cubs I like socks. the socks. Now they're the state yeah. of Illinois, aren't they? Well, Cubs. With Chicago flag. You have a V-neck t-shirt, a very low-cut V-neck t-shirt. Very revealing. You look like man whore servant. Is what, this is what this outfit I would call. I'm not going to judge anybody. It's 2.13 in the morning. 2.15 in morning. You look like man whore servant. I mean, really, you can, well, gay man whore servant is what oh, is shit. more accurate. <laughs> wow, we got him to cuss on the pod. I mean, I don't know if you're gay, but I mean, you look like you would. You the look track like, record would say no. You look <laughs> like you have a sugar daddy somewhere in Miami. Oh shit! I don't know. <laughs> Who knew? I don't know what that means. I'm gonna go ahead and bow out. Let's see if we can't get wife to work on this on the comfort clothes. All right. Before you become someone's bitch, um, in Miami. Okay, so uh, I don't know. I mean. Offensively, I think we've kind of covered. We talked about running backs. I mean, offensive line was great. I mean, didn't have all the stupid stuff. Jalen Hurts. I don't know how many more superlatives we can throw out there about him tonight. I want more Jaden Hazelwood. Oh, bingo! Man. How gonna, about that Spidey Sense move talk, he made? Talk to freshman. Yep. That was that was a good looking play. I mean, he, like, he just has that that aura. About he him. knew that he knew the it. guy was coming, and he ducked, and the guy missed him. It was most, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And he ends up being the only f- freshman of that quartet to have a catch with two for maybe 46. a little su- maybe a little surprising, a little bit. Not only just the the limited action, the of number bridges, of snaps he yes, took. I mean, compared to everybody, Bridges else. and Weiss. You know, you you figure they were right on the cusp there with Rambo and with Lant. You know, they'd get some some run. They really didn't. Like Bridges didn't get any snaps at receiver until like the fourth quarter. Well, and, and not for freshmen, but, I mean, let's face it, the guy keeps producing ever since la- the end of last year, but Charleston Rambo, I know we did that roundtable, and you two guys named him most likely to become your number two receiver. He made a real, uh, you know, a, a real run at that title tonight. Yeah, he made some nice plays with the ball in his hands, especially the uh, the touching run. Obviously, I mean the. I thought on the second one he was going to split everyone and and boat race close. everybody yeah, to the end. Yeah, it was close. It yeah, was very close. You think about that first one. First, he had to separate from the initial defender. Then the guy's got the angle on him, but he's still able to use the speed. That was nice. That's something because I think OU fans are wondering who has speed. On this team. You know what's going to be interesting is him against UCLA because they have a lot of speed in their secondary. If he has a big game against UCLA, I think that's when he becomes de facto number two guy. 
No, just, I, just my thought. No, I just I, love. I love that he wore a Rambo shirt into the room because he drew first solid. blood. <laughs> he drew first blood. I think tonight. that was Toby's call too. It was. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then, other than that, guys, um, just the number of snaps that Jeremiah Hall took tonight. Hall and Braden Willis played together a lot. Yeah, that was interesting. And like I was talking to package. JD Reynolds, and I said, well, "Why? Why? Why is it that Jeremiah Hall played so much?" Uh, and he thinks just because of Jalen's running ability that having him in there gives him a lot of versatility. Like if he wants to run, he can be a lead blocker, uh, but he can also max protect if he wants to go long to CD Lamb. Uh, and that just seems like that's going to be a staple with as long as you got Jalen Hurts. Uh, is the quarterback that you're going to see a lot of Jeremiah Hall. Who would have thought he'd be the guy to get the first touchdown? No kidding. (laughs) Not me. I definitely wouldn't have had him in the top five guys, I bet, uh, as far as first first touchdowns of the year. Let me me ask you guys. uh, Let's do stock up, stock down. Uh, if you want to find, uh, you want to sponsor this fine uh, segment, it's our best pod. It's our best segment on the podcast. Uh, Feel free to uh, give me a shout. But let's go with defense because we've talked so much offense. Uh, and, and I think we can say Kenneth Murray, stock up. Ronnie Perkins, stock up. Um, I'm going to go John Michael Terry. Yeah. Much better than... Although I don't know why they just didn't play him a lot as the game was it, went that's along. Good. It just felt like Grinch was trying people out in yeah. the middle of a real live game where Houston was still trying to win. Well, he's, he's talked a lot about you don't really know what you have until yeah. you get him into a game situation. He's like, I got to find my twenty, my 22. Yeah. And I think I think the stock unknown is Jalen Redmond coming out because he's playing a three technique now. He's not really your typical edge rusher. I've got great scoop HD with Redmond talking about that. Really? How he basically in the last two weeks has accepted this role. They put it in his head in the spring. Hey, we might move you inside. Mm-hmm. He wasn't all in on that. And he went through the, through the summer, got to camp, and it was right in the middle of camp when he realized, I think I can make this work, and I have to because that's what they're asking me to do. You don't have much of an option, kid. <laughs> this, yeah, this is where you're playing now. So, yeah, I mean, it. it I don't know. I mean, Nick Benito, I'd say stock up just because he played so many snaps and I didn't see anything bad from him. I mean, Benito and Mike and John Michael Terry really locked down that spot. Also, Nick Benito had six tackles tonight, which puts him, you know, in the top five for the defense. How about how about how about defensive backs? Where do you guys feel they failed? Tonight? Is anybody stock up a defensive back tonight? I don't know about stock up, but maybe just uh, what would it be? Leveling, <laughs> plateauing, uh, a, a plateauing, <laughs> not is, losing their job. I mean, Parnell Motley did nothing tonight to make me think he was just awful. Yeah, but he also probably didn't. He had one he play had that he turned around. He had the pi uh, that I don't even know. Was it a pi? I couldn't uh, tell. Yeah, he grabbed his shoulder. Did he? Uh, but it was a terrible throw. I mean, you could have easily ruled it uncatchable. Did Patrick Fields play terrible? I mean, no. I, he's getting a lot of shit on the board, but I. Didn't really think he that had he was the just... two. He had the pass interference. That wasn't Motley. That was Fields. Was that Fields? It was. He had. He had that, and then he had the unsportsmanlike same drive. Oh yeah, I can see why That's, the board's getting yeah. after him. Then. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they they essentially just was like, okay, Houston, let's see how many times we can screw up, and if if we can still keep you from scoring. And Turner Yell missed a lot of tackles. The safety position. I did not think Turner Yell had things a great to night. be desired yeah. and. Was kind of scary. Not, I don't know, scary, but they left Fields and Turner Yell out there a lot, which means what is behind them. 
anything at all. You know what's crazy is, is Robert Barnes is not going to play, is he? You gotta think he's hurt, right? I mean, how is he was like the only guy that didn't get some run? Broyles was out there. Jaden Davis was out there. You know, Chance Sylvie had a lot of time. Barnes is the only guy that we actually know. Like Jordan Parker was out there plenty, but Barnes didn't see any. All right, I'm gonna bring Bob into. I'm going to take a trip into Bob's world <laughs> on this for my analogy. Uh, okay, the Iron Man where the people were blowing up, which one was that? Was that two or three? I thought it was two. And the little kid, and he goes to Tennessee or whatever. I want to say it's two, because that was the... Uh, Eddie, you can just take a break. <laughs> that was the... Uh, oh, who was uh, Ben Kingsley? What was his nickname? Mandarin. The Mandarin, yeah. Well, that's three. Okay, the man. well, the three is the Mandarin. That's when people yes. are blowing up. So maybe Robert oh, Barnes, oh yeah, yeah, with Guy Pierce and yeah, Todd, yeah, you, yeah. Yes. Maybe he's Tony. Maybe Robert Barnes is Iron Man three. Like he's still not over the trauma of what happened, you know, in the original Avengers movie. And maybe I'm jumping too too fast, but like he, Josh Jacobs is his uh, Than not Thanos, but whatever Thanos sent. Yeah, but he. Robert Barnes is one of the first people off the field tonight. So we'll see if that trend. I'd never like seeing when someone's first off the field, they're running right off. Yeah. Don't want to be there at all. Okay, Eddie, you can come back. We'll see. No more Marvels talk. That no more MCU. That doesn't seem good. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem good for him. That's what I've... Uh, uh, that's what I've... I decided instead of just crapping on human beings, I'm, uh, we'll bring some nerdiness to the podcasts that's fine this is we can do anything we want by the way uh i don't need any other comment on this eddie just so you know i was doing pregame radio and uh we were talking about people that were hurt and i brought up kenneth mann and jim traber asked me what's wrong with terrence mann and i said well he's been kidnapped by a guy that owns a cornfield <laughs> If you build it, they will come. Go the distance. That's kind of creepy, Bob. I didn't like. That went through my soul almost. I would imagine they get man back. What UCLA? He was there. He was no reason to play next. Yeah, he was there, and I mean Lincoln did say last week, like you know, there's a chance he could play this week. Uh, But you look at. You know, now you got Redmond of the three tech. Like, you can use another body inside. As much as they want to rotate, he could definitely help. And, I mean, as a sophomore, he had a hell of a year. He did. Like, but last year he just fell off the map. Because he like, was asked to be a consistent player. Yeah, if you can play him sparingly, mm-hmm. I think he could be a big boost for that defense. He's just another body in there that is an able body. It, it, more than... Somebody that just takes up space. Like they have, they now have guys up there that not only have they played a Even lot of football down Q there. Overton stuff to run today. I'm yeah, I'm giving it up. I, I think we all know where we all stand on Q Overton. He can come play on my team. The anytime. run stuffer. Look, sometimes I say stupid shit and I'm wrong. I can I can face the music. But they have enough guys up there, and I do think that you know there was a couple times tonight that they got pressure on King. He just got out of it. Or they overran yeah. it. Uh, what was it? Was Stripling, Stripling. had Stripling had a guy just right, yep. the dead to right, and I think it was a third and three or a third and four, and they would have got off the field. Yep. Like they they got off the field a good amount. I just 
I have a hard time looking at tonight's performance and just finding every reason to shit on it, I guess. is probably the best yeah, way to say or it. Or like things are the same or they're not right. going to get any better. Because it wasn't. There was so much difference out there as far as uh, just from a effort standpoint. You know, I mean, the thing with Derek King is like, to me, it almost seemed like he flipped a, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take this over switch. Like, I don't know if he was trying to run Dana Holgerson's system and he was trying to get everybody involved and just not be the guy like that just takes that shit over. But like there was, there became, it might've been the third quarter. It might've been the fourth quarter. There was a time when he started sticking his foot in the ground and just going and you're like, whoa, that's a little different. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's, he's a very good, uh, maybe a little surprised. Of course he, he was hurt all last year too. Sorry to interrupt, but I mean, he might kind of be feeling himself to see. Sure. Just trying to find his, yeah. I mean, we got to remember this is the first game for them in a new offense. Yeah, that's right. Um, there was one other thing. Oh yeah, um, let's just go through some of the injuries that we know. Marcus Major, uh, hamstring, and he was not, apparently good to go. Yeah, not severe. Yeah, he could have gone, but they wanted to go ahead to hold him out. But made made it tough with only three running backs. Yeah, I mean, and then you saw T.J. Pledger. He did, you know, have that surgery. Uh, and we didn't. I forgot to ask Lincoln. This will be something we ask yeah. Lincoln Tuesday. Uh, if that's running back. you know any chance yeah. he comes back this year or how that works out. Um, I'm trying to think who else outside did we report that was out. Um, Swenson obviously can play with whatever his shoulder is because he played yeah. pretty much the rest of the game at left tackle. I can't remember anything. There's just else. some other. It just seems like there's some other randoms like. It was random, but it's not guys who you're yeah. looking. You're like Jonathan Perkins wasn't supposed to make any sort of difference, and he wasn't dressed out and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. So I think that covers most of it. And you know, and, and like I said, Robert Barnes just he's not he's not there right now. I don't know if it's an ability thing, if it's a, a emotional thing, if it's a confidence thing, whatever. But there's reasons why other people are playing instead of him. And I don't know. It just kind of... Like, Robert Barnes is that perfect example of that guy. Like, everyone feels like he was recruited, you know, so well. Uh, he's big. He's physical. Like, His dad he should be like out captain. there. Like, it's wrong that he's not out the there. Legacy, yeah. When sometimes he's just not the best player. Yeah. All right. So, uh, any, any other final Im- uh, impressions, guys, before we get out of here? No, I mean, I I think just overall I mean, it was a South good... South Dakota next. I mean... Yeah, they got to uh, buy next week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, overall, I don't... I just... Offensively, I, they're going to be really good. Uh, I, they probably were a little bit better than I expected them to be tonight, and especially the way that they were able to start the game. Uh, defensively, I think there's a, a foundation there. There's a lot of things to like, and yeah, there was some bad. There was some bad wrapped in there, but for the most part, they didn't have just guys running all over the place there weren't missing tackles every other every other play it didn't seem like uh there there's just a it's a good starting point and i think that uh they're going to be able to build off that and you know i i think that obviously you don't want to lose the turnover uh battle you don't want to uh not force any turnovers (laughs) which is you know i they're gonna come. I think it's gonna it's gonna be one of those things that uh, yeah, that I mean, you just have to keep working at. It's not gonna just all, all of a sudden overnight you just start 
forcing turnovers. It's just not like that. And it's tough because, I mean, Derek King doesn't really, I mean, a lot of the throws he makes, they're not, I mean, there are a lot of screens. There are a lot of, other than stripping a ball from a guy, I, I didn't see a whole lot of missed opportunities tonight. No, I, I didn't either. I, I can't even remember uh, any times that I felt like they were really that close, to be honest. The, so, the yeah. one was the Patrick Fields when it went through his hands. Yeah. Yeah. That sure. wasn't going to count because yeah. Gallimore had roughed the passer. So well, wasn't that Motley where the ball went through his arms in the end zone? That's Fields. Boy, we're trying to blame everything on Motley these yeah. days, don't we? Hey, you got to stick up for your boy here. <sighs> anyway, um, so yeah, and then there was one that... There was one that would put on the turf that they could have got. I think it was it Perkins that knocked Perkins the ball on out? the sack. Yeah. Yep, and they didn't jump on that one. So I don't. Know. I, there's a lot of good. I mean, I would say like you know, if you paid good money to go see a movie. This and it was you were wanting to see a good action movie. I'd say this is like it wasn't Armageddon, but it was like The Rock. It had some pretty good shit in there. An old guy playing quarterback. <laughs> He wasn't Scottish. It wasn't Sean Connery. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is an C. interesting Lamb. guy. CeeDee Lamb could be like, uh, would he be a Nicolas Cage? Kenneth Murray would be Nicolas Cage. Yes, at least in this game. Yeah. Have you seen The Rock, Eddie? The Rock, the movie? Yeah. From 1997? I think so, yeah. Okay. About the prison? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. All right, I think we've run out of stuff to talk about officially. No, it was a good opener. Uh, I think everyone, you should feel good. I mean, you should know they won the game. They didn't win it by 11. They scored that touchdown, you know, in the Which end to make I it look a lot better. I didn't think they would. Yeah. You know, they could have took a knee. I think Houston could have called a timeout, and there would have been like There was 20, a lot of explosive plays left. on both sides of the ball, especially on offense. Jalen Hurts is better than any of us thought he was. And it's going to be really interesting. I'm going to love seeing the you know the SEC trolling that goes on throughout the weeks to come because they ain't losing for a while. You wouldn't think so. I mean, if they lose next week, we can just go ahead and burn the stadium down. <laughs> there won't be any football to be played anymore. We'll mess with that sellout streak if we do that. How, how are they going to claim next week as a sellout? That'll be tough. I mean, it's been every game since Bob Stoops became the head coach has been a sellout. I thought the crowd was pretty good tonight. To crowd, yes. cr crowd was. I thought the whiteout looked good. It did look good. And I even was a little surprised that uh, that people stayed as late as they did. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a, a strong crowd. Probably, for a, uh, probably helped it was on a Sunday. You got a holiday tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure I, a lot of people's air conditioners have gone kerplunk by this time. Ugh. It After was, all these it was nasty out. days of heat. It was humid. It was not there. fun walking to the stadium. I was not. I was happy to get up there. So, All right. Uh, well, that's going to do it. Thanks to uh, that. That does it for the Eskridge Lexus uh, postgame podcast. We'll be back again next week for uh, another one after the Sooners play South Dakota. Uh, we'll see what happens with uh, uh, Notre Dame uh, in their game. But I think you can safely say the Sooners did enough tonight to stay right there squarely in the college football playoff discussion. So, Eddie? One weekend. It's one weekend. <laughs> one weekend. So, it's one weekend. A lot more to come. Thanks to Eddie. Thanks to our manservant, Bob Prisbillo. 
Uh, we will see you guys back here again next week on the Eskridge Lexus Oklahoma uh, Sooners postgame.